Hi, folks. Steve Urban here, founder and CEO at RiderFlex. We hope you enjoy today's podcast. And as a reminder, please subscribe to the RiderFlex show for updates on new episodes. And by the way, if you haven't already, check out the book we recently launched, The RiderFlex Guide, Inspiring and Hiring, available for purchase on Amazon. And now a quick word from our sponsor. Try the number one marketing platform for small business. Everything you need from design to marketing to CRM. Learn more at marketing360.com. Marketing 360, fuel your brand. Cliff Fetner on the Rider Flex podcast. Hello, Cliff. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Thanks for having me. I love the accent. I love that. I love that whole Long Island, uh, New York accent. Uh, I, I, were you raised there as a kid? Your mom and dad from there as well? Yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm a Metro New York guy, and I'm not sure what accent you're referring to. I hear a lot of Oklahoma in you, big guy. Yeah. So I, I think I hear an accent by you also, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, it's still there. So <laughs> it's worse when I talk to family, too, for sure. Uh, I slow down even more when I call back home to Oklahoma. I have to, sl- I mean, Colorado is already slow compared to New York, but when I call <laughs> Oklahoma, it's even a slower speed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So yes, Steve. So I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a third generation builder okay. and developer, um, based out of, uh, New York Metro. Um, okay. my grandfather and father started, you know, developing in, in Brooklyn back in the fifties. Wow, and, it, and and they did some stuff there, and then um, if you're familiar with New York City Metro, we have the Verrazano Bridge, which attaches Brooklyn to Staten Island. Yeah, okay. And and, and prior to the Verrazano Bridge, you had a ferry that would take you from from Brooklyn to Staten Island, and so they finished the Verrazano Bridge in the early '60s, and so um, my my family and, and many others builders developers. We all went over Staten Island, you know, at that time because it was virtually undeveloped, right? Because you couldn't get there easily. I and see. So, so we we went there. Uh, family went there, and we spent almost forty years uh, developing there, um, mostly residential, Steve. Um, a lot of single family, two family, multifamily, a little retail, a little industrial along the way. But okay. but basically, I, I, I grew up uh, as, uh, you know, as a little kid uh, on the job site, playing in the old trucks and the equipment, um, never really left the dirt. You know, I went to university. Uh, I have a degree in economics. Big yeah. deal. I put my plumber <laughs> on the wall and I bent down and put my work boots back on and, and I've been <laughs> dirt everything. Right? Why'd you why'd you go to uh, Buffalo uh, for school? Uh, oh, that's a different story, but it was a state school. And, okay. and, and let's just say that um, my grades um, and my ability to do well in school did not, uh, was not, a private school was not worth the effort. Let's, <laughs> let's just go there. And, and so, so, okay. so state school was right. right where I needed to be. And uh, like I said, degree in economics and whatever, right. I put my work boots back on. And, and that's a very, very short story there. So you came right back from school and went right back to work for your dad and, and grandpa in the family business. Then. Yeah. Yeah. At that point, you know, uh, shortly thereafter, you know, grandpa had enough. And uh, and then, uh, you know, I spent many years in, in the family business, you know, traveling from, like you said, Long Island to Staten Island on the Belt Parkway. And okay. for those that are familiar with the area, the Bell Parkway really sucked 
every day on the Dell Parkway. <laughs> Nonetheless, we, we did it. And um, and I spent uh, many years in the family business. And then at, at one point in time, I, I kind of needed to do my own thing. And, and so um, I went to Long Island, born and bred there. And, and here again, started all over again, mostly residentially based. Um, a lot of single family luxury housing we did um, and, and some multifamily, a little retail along the way. And, and I, I always I always was involved with the uh, the, the builders associations. Uh, okay. I always felt, you know, even, even when I was in the family business, um, this we, we always got tremendous value from being involved in, in these trade associations. Yes. So, mm-hmm. Right. So I got involved in um, it's called the Long Island Builders Institute. And, um, and spent many years there, got on the board, did president routine, chairman of the board, did that for many, many years. Yeah. And, um, and and so fast forward, it, it was 2018, and um, I had a problem on one of my own job sites. I, I couldn't get rid of dirt. And, um, and there had to be a better way of, of doing things, right? So, um, so Soul Connect was born, right? I so, see. I see. And for the listeners, let's take a pause right there. So you're on a job site. You're having to, I guess I'll, I'll use the, I'll use the uh, school over here by my house, which they're getting ready to tear down. Um, I noticed that they're having to, I don't know why I'm not a construction guy, but they're having to take a lot of dirt out of there. And uh, I never really thought of that. And I was thinking about you. I knew we were going to do the podcast and I was looking over there. I'm like, I never really, I never really thought that like, where to put the dirt or where to get rid of the dirt or how to sell the dirt or whatever. I never like thought of that as a challenge until I saw that. I knew we were going to talk. I'm like, hmm, interesting. I wonder how this works. Yeah. So, okay. So like, like just getting rid of dirt is not, not that easy, huh? It's not. And I... <laughs> well, well, okay. So we, we could talk for three hours here. Uh, and, and, and clearly <laughs> I, I know you, you and your listeners don't want to hear me for three hours, but so... the short version, the short version. <laughs> so I'll give you the short version. And, and so, um, so Steve, over 95%, over 95% of every single job site, either you have too much dirt or you don't have enough dirt. I can see that. Yep. Okay. And, and, and I use over 95% and honestly, it, it's closer to a hundred, but I, I don't like using a hundred. Okay. All right. But nonetheless, so every single job site. You need to figure out what to do with the dirt. Moving okay. it in and out. Okay. Yep. Okay. And and so for for a thousand years before Soil Connect was born, how do we do it? Well, we get on the phone and we call everybody we know. That's right? it. <laughs> that was it. Okay. <laughs> I, I have memories, uh, Steve, of my dad at nighttime after dinner going into the den and calling who needs it what you know how much who's moving it so i have memories of this okay so what has changed in my industry since my father was doing this 50 years ago well not a whole lot has changed. not a whole lot <laughs> okay the only one thing that has changed is we now have cell phones we don't need to do it at night we have the luxury of doing it during the day right okay. We, we have evolved so much as an industry, right? We've evolved so much. And, and so what are we really doing at Soil Connect? Well, we're a platform or a marketplace, right? And we're no different 
then Craigslist, Airbnb, okay. Zillow, LoopNet, Apartments.com, any of them. There's a, a million platforms out there. You put information out there of people who want to see something of similar interest. I'm doing the exact same thing. Got it. Yeah. I'm doing it with dirt and, and with aggregates. Okay. And and so some of my, my favorite one-liners are is we make it quicker, faster, and cheaper to resource and move your dirt. Right. But maybe the most significant thing we do, Steve, is we create closer connections. So think about this. So if I only knew 10 guys or 20 guys and I made a deal with one of them and I needed to take my dirt 30 miles away mm -hmm. because I didn't know any better. But you go on the Soul Connect platform where we're where we are putting everyone and anyone in the dirt business all in one place and at one time. And I find somebody three blocks away from me who I didn't know. Well, do you have any idea how much money I just saved? Right. Yeah. Because it's the cost of moving the dirt that's the expensive part of it. So if I find somebody closer, closer. yeah. Win win. And quite wow. frankly, that is the story of Soil Connect and what actually happened. Okay. But back to what we're doing is. Like I said, we're creating closer connections. But my favorite one line, Steve, I say it in every opportunity I can. Just think of us as a dating app for dirt. <laughs> I right? like that. There you go. You should put that on the website. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> that that's a good one. <laughs> so yeah, I like so that's that. What we really are. We're a dating app. Right. And it does the can the um does the transaction and the money exchange happen through the app as well? Not at this point. Okay. 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 So what we're trying to do is get everybody on the platform. Okay. okay. So moving dirt is local, right? As compared to Airbnb for an True. example. Right. Yes. Okay. So I'm in New York City. I want to come to you in, in, in Colorado I, I go on Airbnb, I see apartments yeah. or whatever I find, right? Mm -hmm. And I make make a choice. In the dirt world, the back to the closer connection I want to make. So it's moving, it's local. So uh, we at Soil Connect, our team, we work really, really hard as putting as many people on our platform in an area, a small distance, right? Yep. As we can, we it's called create density, if you will, so that everyone and anyone who play in the dirt world all see the transparency of who is moving dirt and when they're moving dirt. So that gets you the efficiency that you're looking for in moving dirt. Which would basically be every construction site happening in the area because everybody that's building something is moving dirt. Exactly right. Exactly I mean, right. That, that's it. They're all moving dirt. Um, is there, how does that work with like third party dump truck companies that move the dirt? And how, isn't there more? It's not just two people in this in this connection, is it? Or is it? Uh, well, it, it, that's 
that's um, a really <laughs> interesting point you bring up. Okay. okay. Um, so, so yes, uh, there are multiple parties to every transaction. Yeah. hundred percent. Okay. Okay. So, so in, in, in many cases, it depends on how much dirt you need to move and how far you need to move it. Right. Okay. Okay. But, so I'm a builder. I'm a builder by trade. Right. Yep. And yep. I, I never owned trucks cause that was never my part of the business. And right. most builders and most builders don't have dump trucks and stuff, right? They always that's a third party service. Okay, exactly. All right, exactly. Right. So, so with that being said, if you and I connected on our platform and you're a builder and I'm a builder, well, then yes, we need to go find a third party to move that dirt. Okay, right. Yep. But if you are an excavation contractor, you might have your own trucks. Okay. So then, so then it's just two parties, me and you. All right. Right. Yeah. So, so there is no absolute black and white answer to my oh. business okay. about exactly every transaction happens the same way. Right. Okay? right. okay. But, but kind of circling back to, to your question about transactions, right now, our platform is free. Okay. And it's it's a free like hey I'm going to connect you to this guy you need this guy he needs you I'm going to connect you you sign up for free no cost okay correct correct All right. and the All reason right. why we do this is because we don't want to create friction we want everybody on the platform communicating and transacting and saving thousands of dollars okay okay at a point in time. When we feel there is enough activity in any one area and everyone is using the platform the way it was designed to use, that we've now created the value that they won't leave our platform. Okay. Even if they're pay even if they're paying a hundred bucks a month for it or whatever. A hundred bucks a hundred bucks a month, Steve, will be nothing in comparison. Right to the thousands, multiple thousands of dollars that you can save. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. The, the secret, right? The secret sauce, if you will, is everybody has to be on the platform. I got you. And and so the 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 couple of one-liners I use for, for that is everyone and anyone in the dirt ecosystem is on my platform. Right. And so who is that? Well, of course, it's the excavation the excavate, and yep. contractors. They yep. move dirt every day. Every day. We yep. also refer to them as the heavy civil contractor. Okay. Those are the guy those are the guys when you're driving around on the interstates and the parkways, they build they do roads, they do bridges, they do tunnels. We call them heavy civil is the industry term. Okay. And they're our biggest category of user. But interesting enough, Steve, the next biggest category of user is builder, developer, and general contractor. Okay? I can see that. Yep. Okay. And the reason it, for, for those listening that not sure why that's the, the, the second biggest classification is because dirt is a very big cost on every single job site. So if you can save money moving it on my platform, then they're absolutely interested 
in saving those dollars because that goes directly to the bottom line. Can I ask you this? This is a very commoner. I'm ignorant to the topic. If I'm doing a, uh, uh, you know, a sky rise building and I'm having to dig down into the ground and remove a bunch of dirt, am I able to make money by selling that dirt or it's just a straight up cost for me to get rid of it? I'm just curious. Um, great question. The answer is it depends on the type of dirt it is. Oh, really? Interesting. Wow, because it's got like certain nutrients in it or something, or so certain types of dirt have value to other industries. For uh, an example, okay. For an example, if you're doing a a, a high rise building or any building for that matter, Steve, okay, and you have sand here in Metro New York, we call it bank run, B A N K R U N bank run. Bank run is sand. I see. Other industries need that to produce their products. For an example, how do you make concrete? I see. Okay. You need sand for that, right? You I need got sand it. for that. All right. Concrete, concrete companies pay for sand. Okay. All right. So, so if I'm building a house, a school, a, a skyscraper, whatever, and I have sand... Now I'm making money. How about that? All right. How about that? Yeah. If I have clay, not so much. Not everybody <laughs> needs or wants clay. Uh, right. Uh. And so that's why, you know, um, that's why there there is never seems to be a black and white answer for okay. every situation in, in my world because it depends mm -hmm. on who needs it when they need it and how far you got to go get it. Are you planning on charging a monthly fee to each user or are you planning on charging by transaction? How do you see the business model going? Um, yes, no, and maybe. And, and what I mean <laughs> by that is I, I don't think we've, we've yet. And when I say we, uh, our team and our investors, yeah, I, I don't think we've come up with a, black and white okay. strategy that that will happen um I, I think i can give you a little insight to where we're going right and okay. and so i i would like i would like you to think of the 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 travel travel business right you can go on priceline.com or expedia right and and i can i need to buy two tickets from new york city to denver i can buy my tickets Right. I also need a rental car. Mm -hmm. I also need a hotel. I can do everything on one platform and pay for it and all be done. Mm. Right. That's where we are going. That's why the headers on your website say brokerage, marketplace, e-tickets, e-regulator, resources. Okay. I'm with right. you now. So the and that ties directly into our mission statement, one-stop shopping for any and all your dirt needs, period. Got it. I see. Okay. All yeah. right. Very good. Very good. Have you raised, uh, did you have to, did you bootstrap this from your company money and your family money? and Or did you raise cash from family and friends or angel rounds or VC or PE? How'd you get the cash? 
Oh, yes, 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 and no. Um, so, uh, <laughs> yes, um, I started writing checks. And, right. and, and when, when I got tired of writing checks, then, um, then we did some pre-seed round and a seed okay. round. And, okay. and we went into the venture world. Oh. Um, I, I said yes, yes, and no, because we haven't gone to the private equity guys. All right. Because, because Soil Connect has not yet evolved far enough for the PE guys to take a serious look at us. I'm surprised um, that you signed off on a VC uh, investment. I'm guessing you didn't, because I, 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 I don't know. I, I you, you know, you come from the construction world, like dealing with some of these flashy VC guys. I could see you being like, "Hey, man, fuck off, get out of here." Like, I, you know, I don't. <laughs> well, okay. So this is a great part, a uh, great time, I should say, to tell you. All right. The other really interesting thing about um, me and 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 my family is my son is is now in the venture world oh that's okay now it ties together for me and he's the one on the website obviously with you yes yeah okay there you go all right yeah now see now that makes sense because just meeting you for the first three minutes and looking at your background like you telling me that you let some stranger vc guys in the door like yeah that just didn't that didn't that didn't add up for me but now yeah, i see so, <laughs> so yeah so okay so my my son is Daniel, and 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 I I, I love him to pieces, um, but Dan, Daniel never really had an interest in in the construction end of my business. Oh, okay, all right. Um, always loved the real estate end of it, and and right. but never really the construction end of it. So um, so mm -hmm. he loves to tell he loves to tell the stories about when I would make him go to work and sweep and clean up on the job sites. He loves to tell those. <laughs> so that's what happened. You burned him out because he's like, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to do this. He's like, I'm not doing this for a living. <laughs> so 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 da Daniel um, Daniel uh, you know um, uh, got his MBA and then went to work for a, a venture fund called okay. Alpaca. And so, so he spends his time in the uh, construction tech, prop tech world. Okay. And Did, and and quite yeah. what, quite frankly, um, he he makes my. I mean, you know, he has his own job, right? But he is a board member of Soil Connect. But he makes my life as a founder of a startup really easy, um, because he has all the relationships on the venture side of things. How about the so, tech side? Did he have the? Did he know the people to, to do the software and build and all that, or who had those connections? Well, well uh, okay. Well, interesting enough is he kind of got out of school as MBA at literally at the same exact moment in time that we Soil Connect was born, oh. and and so we we've both been learning as we've been going um through you know through I you know my, the kids love to make fun of me they, they call me their tech mogul all of a sudden I'm a tech mogul right they love when, when when I don't know how to do something on the computer they'll go dad you're a, you're a tech you, mogul now you, you should know you, how to do this. you're a SaaS founder like come on man <laughs> so uh, so having having Daniel being in the venture world, that that allows me as a founder to to focus on our products, the vision, operations, sales. Where a lot of startup founders, whether you're in the, the construction tech space or or any any startup, the the founder seems to need to juggle all these different things, morning, noon, and night. 
and and spending time in the venture world it is it's work steve it's oh. of work oh yeah, yeah yeah are you still doing the construction with with jocko builders and all that are you doing anything else or are you just like now i'm out of everything except for soil connect uh, Soil Connect, ninety-nine percent of the time, you know, I still I still have some family assets that we continue to own. Okay. That 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 I spend, you know, some time on, but that we have we have a manager and take care of all of that stuff. So I'll I'll peek in on some of that stuff. But overall, I'm I'm all in on Soil Connect, morning, noon, and night, and um, and it, it's it's been a lot of fun. Can I ask you why? I mean, besides the fact that you saw a need, which was why it was born. Mm-hmm. Beyond beyond that, though, why? Like you're you're sixty. What are you sixty? Sixty? Sixty one? Sixty two? You're sixty two. You could probably retire if you wanted to. I'm guessing. Um, you you your family's got lots of assets. Probably got lots of investments, properties, all these things. You you've been in the building construction business forever. You you could have kept doing it, like at your age. Why jump into a SaaS startup? Like why? Besides the fact that you saw the need, what's the real passion for you to want to do this? So a, a couple of things there. There's passion, and then there's experience of of previous experience. So so as a builder and and developer, we all have vision, right? We all see a piece of property and then we decide what to do with this piece of property. So what do okay. we do? We, we we start with a thought, a concept. We hire an engineer and an architect to help design this, this concept. Let's just talk about a, a multifamily opportunity, right? Okay. So see a piece of property, it's zoned for multifamily. I have a vision of what I want it to look like, of who the market I want to serve, and I, I, I build it. And then I have the satisfaction of looking and, and understanding and executing on a vision. Okay. That's, Steve, that's just some, that's the DNA, right? And, yep. and, and builders and developers, we all have that same DNA about, vision and executing and all of that. Okay. So, so for me, a couple of things here, my dad retired at 62, Steve. Okay. And, and quite honestly, I don't like what happened to him very Mm. quickly after Mm. retirement. Mm. Mm. And, and so, you know, on, on a serious note, you know, these podcasts, you know, we have lots of fun, but on, on, on a, serious note for a minute and then we'll go back to fun and games i i don't like how he transitioned from an active 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 guy to mm, you know what are we going to do today yeah and, and, and so i i can't do that uh, okay yeah i, I get it i get but, it is your dad your, your dad i'm guessing your dad's gone now is he yeah passed? Dad, dad passed a, a few years back um and, and and you know you know unfortunately you know suffered along the way and that's a different story mm. right but the point is 62 my age yeah. today and uh i don't like how he evolved okay, okay so- well, but yeah by the way you yeah you strike me as a very active guy lots of energy still and you look like you're in pretty good shape too Thank you. Uh, Thank yeah, you. you are you you're on the treadmill every morning? What are you doing? What are you? Uh, you well, to your diet? 
Um, well, I, oh, that's a great story. So, so you know, I became an empty, empty nester when I was 50, right? And so all of a sudden, you don't have kids in the house. And then, what do I do now? Now what do we do? Now what do I do now? And 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 I ended up in the gym. And and amazing what happens when you follow instructions and you listen to people, you see results. It's amazing it is, right? how that happens. Yeah. And, and okay, uh, so so joking around, but no, that that part of the story is all true. Yeah, and then during great. then during COVID, interesting enough. Um, I got into um, cycling, uh, and, and oh. um, so um, I, I have a road bike, and I love to spend time on the road bike, and, and we go. And, cool. and And what's interesting about the road bike, for, for any of the listeners out there who do it, you know, yes, it's great exercise, but you know what I like most about it is I don't always have a destination in mind. Yeah, just go. Just I go. just kind of go. And, like and, 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 and so, you know, I, I live in Manhattan. Okay. And, and ride, riding a bike in Manhattan is not the safest thing, everybody. Trust me. However, however, I, I try to minimize my risk. I ride at six o'clock in the morning. Oh. You know, I ride in Central Park on the west side of Manhattan. There's a, a beautiful bike lane that goes from lower Manhattan all the way up to GW Bridge. So, oh. sometimes, sometimes in the summer when you, you know, I can get on the bike at five 30 in the morning, I ride into Brooklyn, I ride into Queens. Like I said, I don't That's always cool. have a destination. So yeah, it's just, a lot of fun that way. You know, uh, did you know, I'm sure you know the stat because I'm 55 and I'm trying to, I just saw the doctor the other day. I need to lose 12 more pounds before I'm not officially slightly overweight. Uh, Cause I'm at 193. And I'm 5'11", and apparently I'm supposed to be at 180. And uh, he told me, he said he said 70% of the U.S. is overweight. 70%. 40, 40% of the U.S. is obese. Wow. It's, uh, <laughs> uh, I, I don't even know that. Look, uh, I'm not. Yes. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> right, what about, what about your, uh, are you still married? Uh, yes, I'm married. Okay. One wife. You've been married to the same girl for the, the whole time? The whole time. How many years? Uh, 1983, so it's 39 years. Uh, good for you, man. Congratulations. And you have, you have how many kids you got? I have two. I have Daniel, which I mentioned before. Dan Daniel's 34. And um, and in the venture world, and he has a, a little two-year-old that we, we uh -huh. call the Dirk Prince. We call him the Dirk Prince. <laughs> are you papa grandpa what 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 are you uh, i'm kind of poppy i i poppy I, I, okay I'm, all right and then right. uh and then my daughter is 31 and and recently married so uh it's recently. all great stuff okay. all great and what's stuff. she gonna what is she gonna do for a living is she gonna help with the business no i don't think so she she works for buzzfeed in in a, in the sales department so uh, you know she's I, yeah. I tried really hard to get all of our kids to help with, with our business. You know, we, we have the podcast, but we're, we're a staffing and recruiting firm is our day job. That's how we make money. And then we have the right. podcast inside. I tried hard to get all four of our kids involved and, you know, they're all like, dad, I want to do my own thing. And I really don't want to work for you. <laughs> how, how old are your kids, Steve? Uh, they range from 33 to 28. 
Yeah. Yeah. And they all, uh, they just, you know, and, I, and I'm cool with that. I, I'm not upset about it. I, I think it'd be great if one of them, you know, got involved, but I, you know, they want to do their own thing. And I, I you know, shit happens, Steve, things change, things evolve. And, and, um, I, I wouldn't write them all off as not ever wanting to be involved. Yeah, they, they might come back around. That's very true, right? Yeah, very true. W was your um, dad, was he tough on you? Was he tough character? Was he like super demanding type A? Uh, and, and I'm wondering how that translated to, because I think of construction guys as kind of like, you know, pretty, pretty like hardcore guys, like, was it like that for, for him to you? And then how are you with your kids? Um, so yeah, da dad was pretty hardcore, it, it, but I, I think, I think it's an important note to make here that it's a generational thing. It is. Yes. Right. And, and so, so that generation, um, I, I felt was more hardcore. Um, my generation, uh, me specifically, I, I'm I'm softer for sure. Softer, yes, softer. Right, and and and, and there are um, some real stories that that I tell um, uh, of experiences between my father and myself, and then me and 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 Daniel specific. And so one of my favorite stories is I was probably 25 to 26 years old. I'm relatively new in the business, and and my father um, just finished screaming bloody murder um, at, at the carpenter contractor one afternoon, right? And and um, and then right after that, he hung up the phone. And this is in the '80s, Steve, right? In the '80s. Yeah. Um, then we went to lunch because that's what we did back then. And and so while we were in the car, and and. Um, I was driving. Don't ask me why I was driving, but I was driving. And I said, to, <laughs> I'm laughing now because I, I still hear him. Um, I said, you know, dad, you know, maybe you could have handled that a little bit differently. <laughs> and, 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 and Steve, um, that was not a good thing to say. <laughs> and, and, and for four or five minutes after my statement, um, he continued to yell at the top of his freaking lungs in a car, right? I couldn't escape. I couldn't escape about, you know, don't tell him how to handle things. And, you know, I've been doing this for 30 years. You're in the business a day and a half, right? <laughs> and 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 so I, I, I promised, promised, mm. promised myself I, I would never lose it on my kids like that, the way my dad did to me okay and so here i am now i'm the dad right and my smart ass kid <laughs> is telling me things i should be doing <laughs> and um and oh. i i stay true to my promise that i wouldn't lose it on on him the way my father lost it on me or at but, least not as bad, not as bad. <laughs> no, I not as bad, but Steve, and, and to you and, and to, to your listeners, it's hard, man. It's <laughs> really hard. Um, having your grown-up children now yes. are now in the workforce, 
and they all of a sudden have something to say. And they and, think they know everything. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. They're they're in the real world three and a half days and they have all of this knowledge and all of this experience. And yeah. oh my God, how did I do this all these years before you got here? I, I don't know how I did this. <laughs> So funny. I was just, uh, I had both of my grown sons at Christmas time with us and we're sitting around the table, uh, having some cocktails and just visiting. And they have a little, uh, they have a little power washing, a cleaning business of their own, my two sons together. And, right. uh, uh, you know, something to the effect of dad, we don't really, you know, if we need advice, we'll ask you, you know, we got it. We, 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 get, we got it. I'm like, okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> That's my point, Steve. Uh, That's exactly yeah. my point. Yeah. Oh, man. That's and so it's good. Hard, it's, so, it's so good. Can I ask you this, too? Um, I'm curious. You know, you're going to laugh about this because it's so uh, cheesy. There's this uh, stigma or this, uh, I don't know what the right word is, uh, you, you know, uh, of the construction business in New York, you know, of how there's all these rough and tough uh, bad guys and deals being made behind the scenes and all these things. Movies. I, yeah, I know. I mean, I'm, that's what I'm saying. I mean, this has all been <laughs> in the movies, right? I mean, is any of that is any of that true or or, or not? I mean, what what's the real construction life like in, in the Northeast? Um. So on on a serious note, um, that world that you just described. Um, has evolved a lot over the years. Okay. okay, that that this this movie persona of what goes on in New York Metro, yeah, you know, it's, it's a lot of it's Hollywood. I, I'm not going to lie to you. But, okay. But, but at the same time, I, I'm not going to just tell you it doesn't exist, right? Mm, okay. But but with that being said, that was in the day. You know, we're we're now in modern 2023. What what yeah. you just described was was um, some not good things happening. Uh, I don't. I'm not going to lie about it. It's not good things. But that was in the 70s and the 80s. Okay. A, li okay. a little in the 90s. But but once again, Steve, for you and your listeners, a lot of that's Hollywood. Okay. Uh -huh. Yeah. Okay. And 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 a small percentage of 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 that type of behavior, if you will, mm -hmm. has grown into this Hollywood thing. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So that's what I figured. That's what I, figured. I was curious. Yeah. That's what I figured. Uh, but when I, I had to ask, that was one of the questions I wrote down before our interviews. I was like, what's the real story? I wonder if Cliff ever got drugged into like a back dark room somewhere and said, no, this is. We got to have this property or anything like that. No. Okay. Uh, that's good to know. I guess that's not that's this good. Guy. <laughs> uh, by the way, for the listeners, for the listeners, I want to get this out here, a double and back here. So it is soilconnect.com, soilconnect.com. Right. Um, if you are a builder, if you are an excavator, um, I mean, I who else applies? Anybody that moves dirt, right? Anybody that moves dirt. Right. So. We started with the heavy civil guys, right? And then we went into the builders, right? And then and then um truck truckers, truckers, contractors, okay. landscapers, 
asphalt guys, foundation guys, uh, uh. quarries, mm. right? Mm. Everyone and anyone who play in the dirt is on my platform. Now, the one group that I I also add, and, and believe it or not, is farmers and ranchers. Things moving, like moving, that. moving manure. Yeah. What about moving manure? Well, uh, okay. We'll get there in a second. Okay. So right. clearly I, I don't have any farmers or ranchers in Metro New York. Clearly. Right. right. But we, we, we have activity across the country in the Midwest, in Texas, in Colorado. And if you own a, a ranch in Texas, you have hundreds, if not thousands of acres that maybe you need to fill in, yeah. right? Yeah. So the dirt ecosystem is made up of everyone and anyone who are playing in the dirt, okay? So um, I, I just wanna, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I need, I'm feeling compelled to go to tell you the story of how we got the name Soil Connect, okay? okay. I feel compelled, I think you'll love it. So we decide that we're gonna do this. And so the fa family, my wife, myself, my two kids, we get together. Okay, what are we going to call this? And the two kids look at each other and they go, Dad, I think we should call it Soil Yourself. <laughs> and I said, and I said, well, you know, I'm, I'm all old, but I'm not quite that old yet. And so we agreed <laughs> on Soil Connect. So, <laughs> so uh, uh, okay, so soil yourself. So, yeah, let's talk about. I know living in Oklahoma, Texas, Colorado, I mean, the dairy farms, the cattle farms, like moving manure around to each other is like a huge business, right? Are you going to dabble in that at all? Or so, um, so we did a launch event in Indi in Indy, Indiana. Okay. Uh, Indiana. Okay. Okay. And 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 uh, a couple of farmers showed up at our event, and yeah. they said, uh, "Why don't you add manure to your site?" I would. And I said, um, "That's interesting." Um, and so, actually, interesting, more interesting, Steve. Believe it or not, is um, I will get to that. But the, believe it or not, there is a platform that's already started to do that. Interesting for just for just farmers and manure. Oh, interesting. Okay. Well, I mean, hey, maybe there, hey, there's some merger and acquisition uh, activity. I mean, hey, who knows? You know, it sounds to me like you need to fly out to Kansas and have dinner with that guy. Who